0: You're listening to the Busy Edu Professionals Podcast, where we're providing information and inspiration for life before, during, and after the bell. Here's your host, Chappelle Billings. Hi, everyone. I have the pleasure of interviewing Uzoma Obidike founder of She Leads Beautifully. Hi, Uzoma. How are you today?
1: Hi, Chappelle. I'm doing wonderfully. Thank you. How are you? Oh, I'm doing fine. Thank you for asking. Uzoma, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Well, first of all, thanks for having me on your podcast. I'm super excited to be here. A bit about me. Well, I reside in Northwest Indiana. I've been here for Big chunk of my life, uh, families from Nigeria, and I grew up there for a bit, so I get to claim the best of both worlds. My background is in higher education. I spent a lot of time doing work in higher education student affairs, doing work like multicultural student programming, as well as campus activities, and then most recently, leadership development, student organizations, and then career development. So I've had a a good spin in uh, different areas in student affairs, and I've kind of transitioned a little bit over into doing career coaching um, through my business right now. She leads beautifully, and I get to tie in a lot of my interests and uh, skills and all of that into the work that I do now through She Leads Beautifully. So that's a bit about me in a nutshell. And um, through that platform, I help professional women overcome or prevent mid-career stagnation so they can finally get to the next level in their careers. And I've been doing this now for about two, two and a half years.
0: So what inspired you to create She Leads Beautifully?
1: Great question. Um, the inspiration—it's so funny how it kind of came together. Um, you know, I had a, a number of ideas throughout the years in terms of kind of branching out into my own, and but I wanted to do something that was purposeful and that really want that could really help people, uh, mainly women. And the idea for this kind of came through for me because I myself had some struggles, you know, while advancing my career. For example, areas of self-doubt, the imposter syndrome, feeling like I wasn't good enough or I wasn't capable enough. And so though I was moving up pretty quickly in my work and getting promoted into certain, you know, director level positions and getting, you know, jobs, Pretty quickly, I I felt you know in my in my career, I still didn't believe that I deserve that work. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. over the years, I've kind of gotten over that, or still kind of working through a lot of those those feelings. I still pushed through. I found people who were able to help me in terms of mentors, supporters, things like that, and did a lot of research and in, in in moving up and networking and all of that. And and so I wanted to do the same, and I kind of got the idea mostly because of the women who i worked with you know some peers junior colleagues many of them will come to me and we'll talk by the printer machine at work and we're like we want to do all these big things with our life and we love our jobs and it's great but what else can we be doing you know and that could be a business it could be a side hustle it could be a passion project it could be another job all of these things and we would always talk about it but a lot of these women were still kind of stuck and and i was there myself but after a while it took me getting laid off or my organization had a reduction in force where I had no choice but to take a look at my interests and say, okay, it's now or never. And for me, that was kind of the catalyst to get it going. And now that I'm moving forward into this venture, I realize there's still women out there who struggle to do what they really want to do or to really let go of that job title that they're holding on to because they've been doing it for so long. They don't realize that there is more out there for them. And I just want to help them get there, help them get unstuck so they can finally get to the next level. And so that's where She Leads Beautifully was born.
0: You know, I first came across She Leads Beautifully on LinkedIn in actually so that shows the power of LinkedIn (laughs) and you know in social media so Mm -hmm. it's May right now and I know in the education world um, the school year is wrapping up and we call this hiring season hiring season exactly is about to begin so Uzama what five tips can you give to women at this stage when they want to level up in their career
1: Absolutely. Well, in terms of their confidence level, I mean, there are a number of areas that I feel that women should be focusing on. The top two that are key is working on their, their personal brand in terms of who they are outside of just the work that they do. So that's one. And then two is the networking piece those two together. So having a strong brand and then being able to communicate that brand by meeting different people who could be able to help them along their journey. So those are kind of the two major pieces that I like to focus on. But in terms of the five tips to help women who are, might be feeling a lack of confidence or struggling to kind of see their value in moving up. The first one I would say is to have a kudos file, a file of documents or emails or anything that showcases their achievements, because sometimes it's really hard to, to accept <laughs> and realize that you are doing a good job. And even if you may not feel that you're doing a good job or that you've accomplished so much, having these reminders of the small wins that you've done throughout uh your and I'm speaking saying you to those who are listening throughout your career and no know, know when is too big or too small. Like I actually did a um, applied for an award, or had to submit an application, and I went through a lot of my certificates and things that I probably didn't think back then that they were that big of a deal. But to mm-hmm. look at them today, I'm like, wow, you know, someone saw that I provided value to them, and they, you know, was worthy enough, I guess, <laughs> to be to be recognized. And, and I, I don't take that lightly. So I think for those listening, to definitely keep a file, a record, whether it's a Google Drive folder, and just save all of these documents, save emails, screenshots from messages from people who say, good job, because those will really come in handy when you're not feeling as confident. Uh, the second one I would say is to keep a strong network of supporters. Uh, if you're familiar with Jim Rohn, he always says, um, had a quote that says you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And so when you keep a strong network of people who are doing big things, you're more more likely to do big things and want to aspire to do, you know, greater. And it just motivates you and keeps you reminded that you are where you're supposed to be. The next one I would say, number three, is to keep learning. So let's say you feel like, okay, well, I'm not qualified enough for this job or for this role and... They're not going to pick me or they're not going to hire me or choose me for this. Well, if you feel that way, then definitely step up your game. Keep learning. Listen to podcasts like, like this one, right? Read books. Go to conferences. Do what you need to do to elevate your mind, your expertise, your knowledge, all of those things. Continue to grow. Never feel like you've learned enough. There's always room for more. The next one is to brag on yourself. Number four, brag on yourself. Self-promotion is key. And it's not a matter of bragging on yourself to, you know, to boost your own ego. But a lot of times we feel like our work should speak for itself. And Mm -hmm. sometimes it just doesn't, you know. And if no one knows the greatness that you're doing, if you have projects and you've done really well, email your boss, you know, email your, the people in your department, share with your colleagues tell them because sometimes they're, they they just don't know. Post it on your LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a great place to always showcase your wins. You never know who's watching. And again, it's not about you bragging, you know, negatively. It's more about showcasing who you are. and People pay attention to that. And when you do, you can see more doors open for you. And not only that, of course, you'll, you'll gain in your confidence because people will be praising you and saying, hey, well done, girl <laughs> or guy. <laughs> and the last one I want to say, number five, is to make sure you have a mentor or a coach somebody who is in your corner you know your your right hand person who's always there um again you can have your friends your peers but somebody who's ahead of you who can kind of push you further is truly important i have coaches for everything no shame i have a coach for you know my career i had a coach for my dissertation for this phd i'm working on i forgot to mention that earlier working on a doctorate but I have a coach for our, our, you know, our finances. We have a, I have a coach for a business. I mean, I don't know where I would be without coaches, honestly, because I, I know a lot, but there's always, again, so much more for me to learn. So in terms of confidence level, having somebody in your corner to really push and guide you, that I would say is one of the most important ones of, of the five, for sure.
0: How can you go about finding a mentor? If your network is really small right now, and I know you mentioned mm-hmm. surrounding your people, I mean, surrounding yourselves with, um, with people who will elevate you. How can you find yeah. those people?
1: Well, definitely start with your, your inner circle, right? In terms of maybe people who you work with is, is a great place. And actually, I have a guide that is um, the six clever clever alternatives to finding the perfect mentor. I don't necessarily subscribe to the idea that you have to have just one person who is going to be your everything in terms of your career. Uh, so the idea is to have people in different areas. So if you're looking for someone who is good in leadership, maybe you work with your, you know, um, someone in your in your department who you admire their leadership skills and you go kind of talk with them. You're not asking them to be your mentor, but you're modeling them. You might have lunch, you know, here, here or there. And so things that are low pressure, I would say, I'm a big fan of virtual mentors, too, because sometimes there are people who I follow who I may not have access to. So it could be an influencer. It could be someone, you know, a faculty member at this university. That's far from me. But I love listening to their work. I might go to their conferences. I might, you know, read their their books, things like that. So I try to not think of mentorship in the traditional sense. While that is truly important, I say to expand your horizons and really think of other ways to gain uh support and, and knowledge um what is the word i'm looking for in a non-traditional way
0: awesome 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 uzoma thank you so much for stopping by and joining us today no appreciate you that no. was great <laughs> so thank you if if the listeners would like to get in contact with you and learn more about she leads beautifully how could they do so
1: For sure. The easiest way, uh, you can check me out on my website, which is sheleadsbeautifully.com. And then you can find me on social media. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and of course, LinkedIn. The easiest way to find me is to use the hashtag sheleadsbeautifully, and you'll see my profiles that way.
0: All right. Thank you so much, Uzoma. Thank you, Chappelle. Okay, everybody. Until next time,
1: I'll talk to you later.